Hello, this is the Sri Lankan News Podcast. Every day I bring you news headlines from Sri Lanka. If you would like to stay updated about the daily news, politics and international relations of Sri Lanka, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Sri Lankan News Podcast. Today is Sunday, 23rd of May 2021. Similar to yesterday, most papers are not in print today either due to the current lockdown. Therefore, I'm relying on the e-papers and their websites to bring you these news headlines. The main headline on the Sunday Times is that no more big foreign loan projects. This is based on an interview with Dr. P.B. Jayasundar, secretary to President Gotabe Rajapaksa. He has he has stated that Sri Lanka will no longer go for expensive foreign loan funded projects which were the key financi- financing model in the past. particularly under the administration of now prime minister and then president mahinda rajapaksa sri lanka was also looking for more backing from the world bank and the asian development bank institutions whose lending procedures had been deemed too cumbersome and protracted in the past he has also noted that compared to most south and southeast asian developing nations sri lanka's infrastructure was reasonably good Apart from residual sections, the expressway network was fair. The aim now was to complete and put it to use. I quote, rather than getting into electronic and underground trains or too many ambitious things because the debt profile does not permit the government to do so. The solution now is to have a new model and to go slow, end quote. Instead of foreign loans, it was better to raise local funds to avoid external debt trap, he has said. Moving on to the COVID-19 situation, the Sunday Times reports that according to Army Commander Shavendra Silva, who heads the National Operations Center for Prevention of COVID-19 outbreak, the government will review midweek if the island-wide lockdown will will continue over the next weekend depending on the number of COVID-19 cases and deaths reported. Sunday Lanka Deepa also has the same headline. The Sunday Island headline says government slams brakes on private sector AstraZeneca imports. The government has so far not given the green light to the private sector to import COVID-19 vaccines because the vaccines are not available for procurement anywhere in the world according to a senior health official. He has noted that transactions and logistics involved in ordering the doses are happening either on a government to government or intergovernmental basis. and even governments are finding it difficult to procure and the, procure the required stocks of the vaccines and as manufacturers cannot cope with the growing demand worldwide he has also pointed out that these vaccines are not available over the counter he has further clarified that it was due to the procurement difficulties that the private sector was asked to make use of the stocks available with the government without venturing out to import consignments on their own It was in this background that a move by the Ceylon Chamber of Commerce to import COVID-19 vaccines for the private sector was halted by the government. Another headline on the front page of the Sunday Times says that 224 COVID bodies buried at Uddamawadi community leaders seek another site. According to this piece, as of yesterday morning the number of COVID-19 infected bodies interred in the Muslim burial site in Uddamawadi has risen to 224 
and community leaders have called for the government to approve at least one more identified site site to to ease the burden of officials and workers on the present present location Niazdin Sathar president of the All Ceylon Janaza Association whose organization oversees Muslim funerals has said they were trying to clarify the situation each body is placed 3 feet apart and if only 3 acres were available the site would only be available only be able to accommodate 200 and 250 to 270 bodies around 335 bodies were cremated before the government allowed burials in march this year as we are recording this podcast we have received news that the opposition leader sajid premadasa and his wife have also tested positive for covid-19 as he was in parliament last week for the port city bill debate the parliament plans to observe the movements of the opposition leader through parliament cctv and his close contacts are to be advised to follow necessary action under the quarantine regulations the sunday divina paper says that the cause for the rise in covid-19 related pneumonia has been revealed and that is because of the failure in treating them at home and thereby not rece- not receiving proper medical care at home Sunday Lanka Deepa says that the factory that will manufacture the Chinese Sinopharm vaccination will be built in Pallekale in the Kandy area. Staying on in COVID-19 related news, the Sunday Observer reports that State Minister of Money and Capital Markets and State Enterprise Reforms Ajit Nimad Kabral said that the government has spent nearly 138 billion rupees as direct expenses so far. to provide services and relief measures to the people who were affected by covid-19 the government has spent 96.1 billion in 1 billion rupees in 2020 and 41.9 billion rupees up to may may 17th 2021 to provide relief facilities to the people he has also said that there are three components The first is the money that the government had spent directly in 2020 and up to May 2021 under the category of COVID-related expenditure and relief. Under this, the government has provided services and other immediate relief measures to the people. The second part is the impact of the moratorium that was implemented by the government, which includes the moratorium that was provided by the banks and the moratorium that was provided by the finance companies. third part is that those who have been affected also needed fresh funds which they found very difficult to source as a result of the downturn in the industrial activities so according to the state minister kabral the government has provided about 165 billion rupees at very concessionary rates of interest so that the people can stimulate their businesses further and he says that all these measures have helped to maintain maintain the thrust of economic activity in sri lanka in other news the sunday observer says that issuing a message to mark the 12th national war heroes commemoration mass media minister kehliya rambukwala has said that defeating ltt terrorism was the most memorable victory he has said that ltt terrorism was a severe catastrophe faced by the country after independence therefore defeating ltt terrorism was the most memorable victory achieved by the entire nation. The Sunday Island has an article that says parents of Sri Lanka's ex-tiger combatants should be allowed to grieve. 
This piece from Economy Next reports that retired Major General Jagat Dias has said in a discussion aired on the privately owned Derana network that parents of Tamil Tiger combatants should be allowed to commemorate their children who died in Sri Lanka's 26-year war. Dias, who commanded the 57th Division of the Sri Lanka Army during the final phase of the war, has said that a majority of the LTT cadres were forcibly conscripted fellow Sri Lankans who were led astray by wrongful ideology. He said, I quote, It was our misled children, our misled brothers and sisters that were born in this country. They went astray and joined terrorist leaders to divide the country. They fought us face to face and got wounded or killed. They belong to this country, end quote. The report also says that memorializing former LTT cadres has been a contentious issue in Sri Lanka. A memorial plaque for Tamils killed in the war was found vandalized in the northern Mulatu district on 13th of May. An army spokesman had told the Hindu newspaper that it was possible that the third that a third party had vandalized the structure to cause disharmony. In January this year, the University of Jaffna bulldozed a two-year-old memorial built in the name of civilian casualties, which was subsequently rebuilt following student protests in the and pressure from India. Sunday Lankadeepa also highlights the issue of the fertilizer shortage and says that the backbench MPs in Parliament are asking for a solution to this fertilizer shortage as they cannot visit their constituencies in the villages because of the demand from the farming communities. In other headlines, Sunday Lankadeepa also says that according to, to the Elections Commissioner Nimal Punjiheva, the number of voters in the country has increased by 180,000 last year. Lankadipa also states that the Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi is expected to visit Sri Lanka next month and the members to, to the Special Economic Commission of the Colombo Port City will be appointed prior to his visit, according to sources. That's all the news we have for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sri Lanka News Podcast. If you would like to stay updated about the daily news, politics and international relations of Sri Lanka, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Yeah.